Welcome to God Life Broadcast with Pastor Michael Ofori, the founder and head pastor of God Life Central Church, a rapidly growing church in Kumasi, Ghana. Pastor Michael carries a unique teaching ministry characterized by the demonstration of the spirit and power. Now, let us join him. I want to talk about the master key to prosperity. The master key to prosperity. How many of us want to prosper in life? You want to do well in life. Let's turn our Bibles to Philippians chapter 5, chapter 2, from verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it's not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross. Therefore God also had highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. Amen. In uh, the scripture we just read, we see how God exalted Jesus. So am I a Christian? So and how Jesus became great and famous that even his name at when his name is mentioned heaven earth and even hell respond. And Bible says he took upon himself no reputation. In other words, Jesus did not grasp titles or position. One of the things that people crave for in this world is titles and position. When you address somebody and you don't address the person with the correct title, the person can become annoyed at you. So, Bible says, Jesus, though he was God, he did not look at the title and then the, the position. But he took upon himself the form of a servant. So, Jesus became a servant. I'm talking about the master key to prosperity or greatness. That if somebody would want to be 
great. Who want to be successful or prosperous in life. There is a key. And that key is serving God. Becoming a servant of God. Becoming a servant of God. So Jesus took upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man. Amen. Being God, he became a man. And being found in fashion as man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. In other words, he didn't just die, but he chose the death that he must die. And that is the death of the death on the cross. Which is a shameful death. Death where you were made, you were stripped naked and hanged upon a tree. You see, being crucified, put on the cross, it's a curse. The Bible says, curse is the man that is hung upon the tree. So, that kind of death, this on the cross, was actually a curse. But, that is the death that Jesus chose to die. You know, when they were coming for him, he could have taken poison to, 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 to kill himself. But he chose to go and die on the cross. Or die, be die, right? But this one was specified. You must be crucified. So being a servant of God is a great key to prosperity. The verse 9 says, Wherefore, or therefore God has highly exalted him because Jesus chose to be a servant he was exalted he was given a name which is above every name that when we mention his name heaven, hell and earth were bound meaning he was given authority not common on this earth presidents and prime ministers and kings on this earth don't have it Jesus is eternally glorified and his name has more authority than any other name when his name is mentioned demons evil spirits, angels, everybody, human beings respond and they bow to him. And every tongue confesses that he is Lord of all. Lord, master of all. Are you here with me? But the reason why Jesus became this great was because of a mindset that he had 
That's why the Bible says, let this mind be in you. So to become a servant, first of all, it is a mindset. You must decide to serve. Let me see. Let me tell you something. Even in the family, you see brothers or sisters, you see that their parents always call one of them to send. Because he knows that. Wait, Mr. Mana, Mr. Mother will not call you. Because he knows that you, you are not there to serve the same house. So service is actually a mindset that somebody has decided to, to, to do it. Who is a servant of God? You see, we think that a servant of God is a pastor or a priest or a Levite an apostle a prophet but when we say a servant of God first of all is somebody who has decided made up his mind to make God his master it's a decision that God is your master that you obey him you take instructions from him the scripture we read before Luke 16 13 it says, no servant can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold on to the one and despise the other. It says, you cannot serve God and mammon. In other words, in this world, there are two masters. God and Mammon. Mammon is the God of money. You can choose to serve God. You see, let, let me let me say this thing. A lot of the things we do, decisions we make, is either in favor of God or money. When somebody says, I won't come to church on Sunday, it's either he has gotten some business that he must do to get money, or he's coming to church. Sometimes, even, you see, recently, some, some ladies came to confess. Ladies, ladies, not just one. They said they are. Their, their occupation <laughs> is to look for a rich person and marry. And after four years, three, four years, they would divorce the person and share the person's, inherit, uh, the person's property. It is actually going on that I can, that somebody, when you, when you don't have money, you want to marry a lady if the, the lady is, is not a servant of God doesn't fear God you will not be considered because she's looking for somebody who can provide I, I've seen it even as people write um, I cannot date a man who don't have a car I cannot marry a man who is not rich oh they see it 
Is it true? How many of you have heard people saying those things? He said, look, if I'm marrying, the man must be rich. So your, 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 your motive is not the man or marriage. It is, it is rather money. People just do things for money. And I, and I realize that a lot of things people do is because of money. They serve, they serve money. Travel to places because money. There's some, there's some places, look, I, when, when, you, when you are a Christian, I don't think you will survive staying there. <laughs> you, you, are not a, you are not a missionary. You are not going to preach the word of God. You, know? you, you are going there to make money. That's all. Betting about God. So you said, Jesus said, you cannot serve two masters. You either serve God or you are saving money. Because Satan is the God of money. Do God make, God created money. The silver is mine, the gold is mine. But when the love of money the love of man is the root of all evil. So money actually, to love money links you to become a servant of the devil. Are you here with me? So to be a servant of God is to make up your mind to, to serve him. To obey him. A servant of God is someone who has made up his mind to obey God even if that obedience leads to his death. Even if that obedience leads to poverty. Even if that obedience leads to not getting food to eat. Jesus was the servant of God. He said he became a servant. He was what? He became humble and obedient even to death. So somebody who has made up his mind to to be obedient even to death. That's a servant. A servant of God obeys the commands of his master. A servant, he, he obeys the commands of his master. When he is told to do something, he does it. Oh, oh yeah. So a servant obeys the commands of his master. Matthew chapter 6 Therefore I say to you, take no thoughts or do not worry. For your life, for what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into bands, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you by taking thoughts can add one cubit unto his stature. And why take ye thought for your raiment or for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. 
Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall, where, where, where without shall we be clothed? For unto all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen. Here Jesus is talking to the multitudes. And he's talking to us this morning. Some of us think that when you become a servant of God, you will be poor. After I've explained to you about who a servant of God is, right? It's not just a preacher. No, it's somebody who obeys God. Somebody who listens to God's instructions. We'll get deeper into it. Hallelujah. But here, Jesus said that you don't have to worry about your life. He says, take no thought about your life. Why? Because when you are a servant, you don't think about yourself. The master is the one who thinks about you. He says, do not be worrying about yourself. About what you shall eat, what you shall drink, and what you shall wear. And he gave us an example. He says, your life is more than meat. And you are more, you are better than all these things. And he said, the birds in the air, the sparrow, they don't toil, they don't work, they don't spin. They don't go to farm. He says, but your heavenly father feeds them. And he says, the lilies of the field, they don't spin. They don't toil. Are you here with me? He says they don't work. But even Solomon, the greatest king, the richest king, he is not clothed like any of them. How many of you have seen cocoa in the night before? Cocoa or Menkenidia leaves in the night. How is it like? There are some lights around them, right? You see so beautiful in the night. They glow. It says Solomon, even though he was the richest king, said he was not clothed like them. He says, consider them, even these plants that today they are there and then we just cut them and put them in ovens. We put them on fire for food. The Solomon's glory cannot be compared to this, to this plant. Are you here with me? So he said, so they don't work but they are beautiful. I have not seen a, a lily going to the farm to buy fertilizer. See, uh, no, they don't work. 
says, but your heavenly father clothed them. And he says, are you not much better than they? Are you, is your life not precious than this plant? He says, and your heavenly father he knows that you have need of all these things. Then he says to us, he says, but seek ye first the kingdom he says seek ye first the kingdom of heaven he says and his righteousness and all these things in other words your food your drinks your clothes will be provided to you by your heavenly father don't worry about them but seek ye what first? No, put your hands together say, for the Lord. Oh, I said put your hands together for the Lord. What is the meaning of to seek first? To seek first the kingdom of God means to make him your interest. To make his kingdom your interest. To make his kingdom important to you. Hallelujah. Amen. To seek God first means to serve God. Are you here? So when you say you are seeking God, it means uh, to serve his interest. Let me see. Let me tell you this thing. I have not seen anything in this life that blesses a man's life than when the person decides to serve God. Abundance of peace and joy. Blessings. Family. God, God takes care of it. He says, but seek first the kingdom. So to save someone that is seeking the person is to look for the person's interest. Look out for the person's interest. Seek the person's interest. What is he doing? Help it. To serve God also means to contribute and to promote his business. You contribute and promote that person's business. Remember what Jesus said. I must be about my father's business. So to seek or to serve God is to be interested in his business. Is to serve his interest. To contribute and promote his business. What is God doing? God is in the business of saving lives. Jesus said in Luke chapter 19 verse 10 He says the son of man came to seek 
and to save which is lost. So to seek God's kingdom is to promote what he is doing. Promote his work. Number two, to serve someone is to be useful or of service to him. To become useful to the person. When you say someone is serving God, it means he is useful to him. Can I say, suggest this thing to you? My personal observation is that people who serve God, God prolongs their life. God gives them peace. God protects them. And God favors them. When you when you become useful to God, now you have you, God has found a reason to protect you. There are certain things God does not allow to happen to his servants. Abraham was a servant of God. God even protected kings from him. And God warned kings about him. Jacob, a millionaire, was a servant of God. Jacob was serving God. In Isaiah 41, he says, Jacob, my servant. God had to warn people from from harming Jacob. When you are a servant of God, he says, but thou, Israel, are my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen. The seed of Abraham, my friend. He says, Israel, that's Jacob. He said, you are my servant. Jacob, oh yeah, Though he was not a preacher. No, no, so you don't have to be a preacher. Before you become a servant of God. Everybody can become a servant of God. He was a millionaire. There were famine. God defended him. God, he alone, Bible says he sowed in the land and he reaped an hundredfold. says, and the Philistines envied him. Why? Because he was a servant of God. May you be a servant of God from today. I said, may you be a servant of God from today. In the name of Jesus. So when you when you make up your mind that I am going to be useful to the kingdom of God, God will find every way to protect you, to defend you, to favor you. He says, Thou shalt serve the Lord your God, that He will bless your what? Your bread and your water, and you will take sicknesses from the midst of you. When you become a servant of God, he will bless your bread and your water. Exodus 23 25. And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and your water. He says, And I will take sicknesses away from the midst of you. You don't know that preservation. You being healthy is in this one scripture. Have you seen the key? He said, You shall serve the Lord your God, and God will bless 
your bread. In other words, in other words, you have food to eat that will be blessed. May your food be blessed. People, one thing that serving God does is that you are always healthy. You are always, you are always strong. You can do a lot of things. Strength. Don't joke with serving God and, and don't also criticize people who are serving God. Don't. It's a great blessing. It's a, it's a key to doing well in this world. To serve someone is to obedient to his wishes. To serve God is to be obedient to his wishes. What God says is what you would do. Jesus said, if you love me, obey my commands. The reason why Jesus was ex- was exalted was because he served God. Are you here with me? So be a servant of God. Whatever you are doing, serve God. Matthew 6, 33. That's what we read. It's a master key. It is. He said, seek ye first the kingdom. Look, let me, let, me, let me say this thing to you, church. There are, a lot of things, there are a lot of things in this world that your money can never get you, no matter how hard you work. Good marriage, children, peaceful life, buildings. So they, they are thinking, how, how, how can you work? Good health. I was talking to somebody. He said, doctor said, I have cancer. So doctor, for same, cancer. Do you know what it means? You have few days to live. She said, going to die. But when you save God, it is your license to good health. When you save God, it's your license to be to receive God's provision. Amen. Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 26. Alright. Verse 3. Let's take it from verse 3. 16 years old was Uzziah when he began to reign and he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Jekyll of Jerusalem. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord according to all that his father Amaziah did. And he sought the Lord he sought God in the days of Zechariah who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Listen. The Bible says there was a boy whose father died. His name is Uzziah. 16 years old. And then they made him a king. But this guy, first of all, he reigned for 52 years. How many kings reigned for 52 years? David didn't have that. 
Solomon didn't reign for 52 years. Solomon was one of the longest reign kings. In Israel. 52 years of peace. 52 years of greatness. Why? His secret was that he sought the law. He says, in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. In other words, Zechariah was, you see, why, why did, why did God link Zechariah to him? In other words, Zechariah was like a pastor to him. Who gave him understanding of the scriptures and of the prophets? Hallelujah. Amen. He says, and he sought the Lord. He said, and as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. There are some people who are Christians for a short time. Who are serious Christians for a very short time. After some time, they backslide. You look for them, you find them. These were the people who were seeing visions and having dreams. These were people who come to the church and pray. If your strength fails in the day of battle, then you are you are not what wise. You must be a Christian for life. Be on fire for life. Be passionate for life. He said, so long as he sought the Lord. So long as he sought the Lord. The Lord made him to what? To prosper. So your prosperity depends on your continual serving of God. All the time you are serving God. He says he sought God in the days of Zechariah the prophet. And as long as he sought the Lord, Raphael, as long as he followed God, God made him to prosper. Let's look at some of the things. Go, verse 6. And he went forth and warred against the Philistines. And and broke down the war of Gath and the war of Jabna and the war of Ashdod and built about Ashdod cities about Ashdod and among the Philistines and God helped him against the Philistines and against the Arabians that dwelt in Galbar and the Milnims and the Ammonites gave gifts to Uzziah and his name spread abroad even to the entering of Entering in of Egypt, for he strengthened himself exceedingly. He says, when this guy was seeking God, God made him to prosper. Number one, he gave him victory over his enemies. The Philistines came up against him. The Philistines had five, five cities. No more in Gaz, Asjord, just ah, huh? they are mentioned there. They came up against him. He, he defeated all of them. Broke down their city walls. Took away the defense of the enemies. This is, and he built cities in Gaz. He put Jews there. He said, you go and occupy the city.
His key is that he saved God. And he says, and God helped him against the Philistines and against the Arabians that dwelt in Gaba and the Meunites. He says, nations come up, came up against him. He says, for you to be a king for 52 years, you will see a lot of battles. 18 years, 16 years, sorry. He started. As, as a king, you have, you have treacherous people among you. Inside you. And you have external enemies. But for you to survive every attempt on your life. See, when you save God, the plottings of demons and devils against your life, it will, it will not materialize. Do you, the scripture, um, Isaiah 48, where says, no weapon Formed against you shall what? Shall prosper. And it says, and every tongue that what? Rise up against you, you shall what? Condemn. It says, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. You are able to stand demonic and Spiritual attacks and attacks from men. You don't know. There are people when they are watching you, they are planning against you. They are throwing things against you. He says it is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. You shall condemn every tongue that rises against you. Let me let me say this thing to you. You see, when you are young. You think life is, oh me, when I grow up, I'll be this, I'll have money. You'll be shocked that to get, to get 10 CD in your pocket. It's a struggle. Some of you, you finish SS and come. Finish school and come. And finish university and come. To prosper, to do well, it takes God's blessings. As you serve God, he will bless you. He says, one, the Lord defended him against his enemies. No weapon formed against you. He says, this is the heritage of the servants of God. Amen. Amen. Number two, let's go there, let's go there, let's go there. We'll come there. Second Chronicles. And the Ammonites gave gifts to Uzziah. The next thing is that he received provision, gifts. When you became, when you serve God, one of the things that will be common in your life is gifts. He says, when Uzziah sought God and served God, he says, the Ammonites, what they brought gifts to him. So the second thing is that gifts and provision will come to you. Number three, he says, and his name spread abroad, even to the entering in of Egypt. He became famous. Well known. Well known. As you serve God, your name will spread. You spread. You'll be known in places. 
For he strengthened himself exceedingly. The next thing is strength. When you save God, you are strengthened. You strengthened. You are strengthened. Strength comes to the one that is serving God. I see you, you will not be weak again. I said you will not be weak again. Moreover, Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner of gate and at the valley gate and at the turning of the wall and, and fortified them. And also he built towers in the desert and dig many wells for he had much cattle both in the low country and in the plains, husbandmen also and vine dresses in the mountains and in, and in camel for he loved husbandry, he loved farming. Moreover, Uzziah had and host of fighting men. He had people fighting for him. That went out to war by bands, according to the number of their accounts, by the hand of Jael, the scribe, and Messiah, the ruler, under the hand of Hananiah, one of the king's captains. The whole number of the chief of the fathers of the mighty men of Valor were 2,600. And under their hand was an army, 300,000 and 7,000 and 500,000. That made war with mighty power to help the king against the enemy. People, he had help. People were helping him. And Uzziah prepared for them throughout all the host shields and spears and helmets and harbingers and bows and slings to cast stones. And he made in Jerusalem engines invented by cunning men to be on the towers and upon the bulwarks to shoot arrows and great stones without. And his name spread far abroad for he was marvelously helped till he was strong. The man became strong. Why? Because he served God. Can I say something to you? One day, I looked at myself after school. After, after, I think after secondary school, I looked at myself. And I looked at my family. And I said, God, I need your help. I said, God, show me the key. Show me the key to do well in life. As I sat down, prayed, and saw God's face. Said the key is to seek me and to serve me. He says to seek me and to what? And to serve me with a perfect heart. You don't serve me because you are looking for something. But if you seek me, I will give you all that you are looking for. From that day, day, I have not turned back on the Lord. And I see God has been good to me. Put your hands together for the Lord. I said God has been good to me. Amen. As he sought God, great things started happening to him. He was building huge towers. He was Digging wells in the desert. Can you imagine where there was no water? The guy yeah, gets water. No, to, to bra, huh? He was building engines that were throwing stones. He was the first man to make missiles. Do you oh, yeah. know missiles? Stones. Throw things. From, a, from city to city. Doing great works. 
Why? Why? Because he sought God. So brothers and sisters, let's decide to be servants of God. You know, Job was a servant of God. Bible says he was the greatest man in the east. In Job chapter 1, God himself was bragging about Job. He says, God said, he said, have you considered my servant Job? That there is none like him on the earth. He feared God and eschewed evil. And God had made him great. Then he said, and Satan said, does Job fear you for not? Have you not made a hedge about him and about his house and about all that he had on every side that you have blessed the work of his hands and his substance has increased in the land? Have you considered my servant? Decide to be a servant of God. Be interested in the things of God. Let God's things become important to you. Come to church and say, be an usher. Join the choir. Be part of it. Serve in this capacity in this area. Do it. Just as Jesus was highly exalted and given given a great name, you too you see someday, somehow, God will begin to lift you up. God will begin to bless your life. God will begin to make you great. God will begin to make you great. You don't know how it will happen. Before you realize you are working with great people, before you realize you have joined great people why? because you are serving God when you serve God God himself will prosper you may the Lord bless you stand to your feet the message you just heard was produced by Global Impact Media of the God Life Center Church International for more information, contact 0249-520713. You can also visit us this and every Sunday at Christ City, God Life Central Church International, situated at Sokoban and Peyo, off Awundu Daban Road, Kumasi. If you want to give your life to Christ, you can do so by praying this prayer after me. Say, Father, I come to you this day. I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me and you rose again. Be the Lord and Master of my life. Wash me in your blood and forgive me of all my sins. I am now a child of God, born again and sanctified by the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Amen.